Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm your host, Dave Caius. We got the guy over there pushing buttons, sometimes correctly, sometimes incorrectly, our executive producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert, my co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway, our resident barbecue doctor. And yes, he has a degree. We just don't know what it's in. So hope everyone's having a good summer. This is our 4th of July weekend show, which like last year, we, oh man, how many trophies did we win for Burgers, brats, and dogs. Oh, my. Oh, my. Actually, I never submitted that one for anything. What? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, had, it had, Dan, it had award-winning caliber all over it. It had tears. It had, it had, <laughs> it had, uh, you know, suspense. Suspense. You know, I'm, 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 How will he cook a brat? Yeah, my, the anticipation was killing me as far as the show. Now, now, let's be clear. We do have an award of excellence from the National Barbecue Association, but they never heard that show. Well, I'm sorry, but that was an award winning. I, I figured I better play it. That's safe. a major. That's a major award, T Bone. It is. That's it a is major. It's award. a lovely plastic leg with a lampshade on it. Okay, nice. so this no. <laughs> this show gang will turn this one into our award winning burgers, brats, and dogs. Seriously, oh leave me hanging. Okay, oh. we're. Gonna- oh, I, was, I was just. I was getting ready for T Bone to like do the like. Let's do this. I, I, I saw your lips moving, and I don't know, the ears were not connecting. That's normal. You know, it's it's amazing that this well-oiled machine has not won more awards. I don't know how we haven't done that. <laughs> so coming up, speaking of burgers, uh, this is going to be a perfect thing. One of the topics, we're going to talk to our guest today, Cosmo, from Cosmo's Q. Uh, and, and returning guest, I might add. He was a great guest. We had him before. And you can check out his website is CosmosQ.com. And we'll be talking about various topics. But one of them we will cover with him are burgers. Because didn't Dan, didn't you see him a video he did or something? Yeah, he posted a video last week on uh, smash burgers and his favorite way to prepare Good. hamburgers. And Good. so I thought with the 4th of July coming yes. up, I'm going to be cooking hamburgers. I yes. know that. So. I'm, I'm going to be right there with you. And then also. Are you? Did you I didn't invite you. <laughs> I don't need an invitation. <laughs> Luckily, my satellite knows how to get to your house. Oh, okay. And it also, by the way, knows when you're at your house. That's a whole other <laughs> creepy story there. Uh, but we're also going to be talking with Dan about brats and dogs. So we'll get it all in today. Uh, T-Bone, didn't you just see something about what... What, what are you laughing at now? <laughs> I was just thinking, speaking of creepy, you know, Dan, you smell different when you're awake. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> okay. Well, at, uh, there goes our major award. Sorry, somebody said that to me once, and I just thought that was hilarious. That is fun. It's a shame we can't edit that. But moving along, uh, T-Bone, you, you saw an article or something? What did, what, what did you see the other day? Oh, BuzzFeed collected a bunch of answers off of Reddit that user Wooly Mammoth Beaver... God, it gets me every single I time. I swear. Wooly Mammoth Beaver. Yes. Okay, we're just going more downhill. No, no questions, please. Yeah. 
Woolly Mammoth Beaver got these answers to this very important question. What are some tips for a first-time grill owner who has no experience grilling? And I had to wonder if he actually meant no business grilling, but <laughs> we'll find out. So one of the answers from Bananas in Hand. Uh, <laughs> oh it, it may get worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad it's a holiday weekend and hopefully nobody's listening. <laughs> anyway, Bananas in Hand said, start with cheaper cuts and experiment until you get the hang of things. High fat foods like skin on chicken and pork country ribs can handle overcooking better. Dan, what Dan? do you think about this? Yeah, I agree with that 100%. You know, when people come in the barbecue store and they're buying their first grill or smoker, and, you know, the first thing they want to do is get home immediately and start cooking on it. And I always tell them, just go to the grocery store, find a decent sized pork butt. And, you know, a pork butt's going to cook along the same timeline as a brisket. And so you can kind of run the same time and temperatures as you as you would with one of those. And, and it's a, a heck of a lot cheaper. Well, I don't know about right now I mean, with the meat prices <laughs> yeah, as crazy as they are. But yeah, it, a pork butt, they're super resilient to, you know, overcooking. You can, you can push them a little bit harder and and yeah, no, you want them to fall apart anyway, so it's a good barometer on time and temperature and all that good stuff on your new cooker. Okay, now what about this? Tasty deer meat answered with, always <laughs> let your meat get to room temperature before grilling. Boy. Yeah. Uh, I've heard some people say you don't have to do that. You know- it, I've heard Dan say you a, don't have to do that. There's a fine line. You don't have, it doesn't have to be all the way at room temperature. Just let it- I mean, and, and up a little bit. Just, yeah, just take the chill off of it, really. Right. And that's all I ever do. I mean, it my if I were to cook, let's say I was going to cook a sl- uh, slab of ribs, I would season it and let it sit out on the counter for twenty or thirty minutes before I put it on the cooker. Is it going to be room temperature? No, but is it going to get that that initial chill off of it? That way, when you put it on your cooker, it's not going to suck all the energy out of your cooker. Yeah, so just. You don't want stuff sitting around on the counter forever. That's okay, but and we stress here health. This, health. Know, we, this is where we need to uh, we need to call up Meathead and get his opinion on it because you know he has an opinion on this. <laughs> well, you know, and and of course we stress healthy barbecuing here, whether it's cleaning utensils or whatever it is, because there's a certain point where it's sitting out too long, isn't it? And then you're like, yeah, well, that's in that danger zone where it's just developing, you know, the bacteria yeah. that's growing. So, so I would rather put it on the grill a little too soon than too late. Yeah, it's not going to hurt anything. But okay, well, I just I don't I, ha- I don't have that kind of self uh, you know control self control where I, I get it seasoned. I'm like, well, okay, we got to do something. We got to do it. Let's we do it. Let's okay. get this done. I got to get to this one here. This okay. is from Broccoli Babe. I don't know why Broccoli Babe is responding to a grill. Hang on question. a second, Broccoli, call me. Um, call me. Yeah. I'm single. Go ahead. Okay, Broccoli Babe says, for the love of everything holy. <laughs> Don't press your burgers so the juice runs out. Oh, yeah. Oh. There is nothing more maddening than watching these barbecue guys on on YouTube or, or Instagram or whatever, and they pull a perfectly good brisket out of the cooker, cut it in half, and then squeeze it like a big sponge. <laughs> like, what in God's name are you doing? Well, and, and I see that. And, and I that's a mistake I probably used to make. But now, thank you to Barbecue Radio Nation heard all over the country i i don't do that mistake anymore so anyway so now it's time now for our ask dr dan our barbecue fix it man dan we're just going to be peppering you with questions we want to know what dan thinks that's right sponsored by our july barbecue sauce of the month it's squeal like a pig slaps sauce 64 ounces okay it's summertime here's a big half gallon jug it's only 16.99 though 
and you can get it at the Kansas City BBQstore.com. All right, T-Bone, give them another question. And they have other sizes. And they have uh, other sizes. Dear but- Dr. Dan, how do you reach and maintain steady temp using charcoal from Deanna Williams in Iowa? Good question, because the, char- the, the charcoal's constantly burning. And we got less than two minutes here. Okay. <laughs> well, it all it all comes down to what kind of cooker you're using and how much air is is being allowed into the firebox where your where your charcoal's lit. So what it really comes down to is it's an equation that's oxygen going into your cooker and the amount of charcoal and the amount of unlit and lit charcoal at the same time. So I know that uh, with my cooker, I kind of use a uh, a what do you call it? A charcoal chimney as a measuring cup for how much charcoal is going to go into the cooker every time I do a charcoal dump. So I know that if I have a half a chimney of charcoal in a particular cooker that's lit going on charcoal that's lit with a log that I'm going to be able to maintain a, t- maintain a temperature. Now, if I were to open the firebox door to allow more air into it, it's going to spike in temperature. If you're constantly in and out of your cooker, you're introducing more air into the, into the firebox you're going to have t- you're going to have a tr- tough time maintaining temperature. So it really just comes down to learning the amount of charcoal that goes into the firebox in order to maintain the proper temperature. And I know we're running out of time, but trial and error. This isn't there a little bit of direct heat and indirect heat that kind of goes into that too? Possibly? Dumb question? Not really. I <laughs> uh, It's different for indirect and direct heat, yes. Okay. No, Dan, you can't leave early just because you talked a lot. Go ahead, Dave. And and we want to again thank our sponsor, Squeal Like a Pig Slaps Barbecue Sauce, 64 ounce. Get this for summer, and you can get that at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Coming up, Cosmos from Cosmos Q. That is our guest. Excited to talk about burgers right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. 
The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kias along with Dan Hathaway. Our guest this week is Cosmo, a returning guest from Cosmos. Uh, he's got a great website you want to check out. It's CosmosQ.com. It's real simple. CosmosQ.com. Over 30 products on there, different products. And Dan thought it was your 10th year anniversary, Cosmos, but you've really been around, what, 12 years now? Yeah, way longer. 12 years, yeah. yeah Congratulations. Congratulations. You, All kinds Thank of you. great products on your website, rubs, glaze, everything. We're going to get to that later, but Cosmo, I must tell you that the 4th of July weekend, this is our second time, and we're doing what I like to call our award-winning, that we've never won an award for, the, the outstanding Burgers, Brats, and Dogs. <laughs> gotta, gotta love the burgers, broth, and dogs. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, oh my me. But so, so the Dan saw Dan. You saw a video. Talk about this burger video. So I, if if you go to you uh, YouTube and you you click on Cosmos Q YouTube page, he has tons of videos. I mean, there's videos on how to cook just about everything. But the one that I was watching last week that really got me excited to have him on the show was the one that he did about cooking smash burgers and his favorite burger recipes. And I thought, well. You know, with 4th of July coming up, yep. I know I'm going to be cooking burgers for, you know, a ton of people. I just wanted to kind of get his insight, kind of get a little bit of the 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 burger professional cooker, you know, what what he's doing with his burgers, what products he's using, what grade of burger he's using. So I just thought we'd start off with that and, and just kind of pick his brain. And Cosmo, if you don't mind me interjecting, we, you know, we talk about, you know, steaks and mm-hmm. ribs and pork and all, but man, there's just nothing better than a good old American burger. Talk, talk to us about this. Well, yeah, my burger passion started when I was uh, pretty young. I actually worked at, at, before they called them smash burgers, we just called them onion burgers. You know, mm-hmm. I worked at the very first onion burger place in uh in el reno oklahoma and uh i gotta tell you man i have had burgers working there for as long as i did i mean you 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 you, you get to experiment you get to do r&d <laughs> you get to change it up and i have had burgers about every way known to man other than i the one i cannot put my you know, hang my hat on is the 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 burger with a Krispy Kreme donut. Just, <laughs> there, there's something about that that you, just you know it's a, it's it's almost like you know I, I'm afraid to try it because I'm afraid I'll like now, it. Like, uh, yeah, okay, so now you got my attention going. Is the Krispy Kreme donuts are those the buns? Uh, do you use two of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cut the thing in half and oh, you man, cut it in I half. Would, well, I, that's a waste. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to use two glazes. <laughs> But for some reason, I would be hell bent on uh, putting peanut butter jelly on it, maybe with a little bacon. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that's one of the best burgers I ever had. Was uh, I was at Kauffman Stadium at a Royals game, and they had a a Goober burger with peanut yeah. butter and bacon on it, and it was in the it was in the Diamond Club section. And uh, I had to order one, and it was one of the best things. I've ever. never had it with peanut butter oh, I've before. Heard this. It, I've heard this. We. I'm coming down to Oklahoma. Let's shoot a video on Goober Burgers. <laughs> yeah. Now the the crazy thing is, is when I was a kid, and I don't know if this is uh, it, it just poor people thing or whatever, 
but we had we would do uh, mayo on one side of the yep. bread, peanut okay. butter on the other side with banana and tomato in between. What? Oh my gosh! Okay, dude, I'm telling you, man, that that sounds I'm, that sounds. I, I like just a, this sounds boring, but I love it. Just a plain peanut butter and banana sandwich. So that yep. part I sort of get, but then you mix the burger in there. That's just insane. You got to get your protein, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get your protein, man. Eighty twenty, baby. <laughs> that then you know what you just answered my question. I was going to say, what grade of burger are we starting out with? Are we starting out with eighty twenty? I always I always go eighty twenty. Always eighty twenty. Always huh? always eighty twenty. That's all we've ever used in the burger joints. Uh, you know, that's just like the perfect fat to meat ratio right there with the greasiness and the juiciness. So. I got to tell That's you. That's what we've always used. Cosmo, we're talking with with Cosmo, who's got a great website, CosmosQ.com. Uh, I don't know how long ago, about a month ago, maybe I was making tacos. I love my my own homemade tacos. And mm-hmm. so I'm at the store and I bought it, I think maybe 15% fat, maybe 10%, you know, thinking, oh, I'll do something healthy. And then I'm cooking. I'm going, this is not that good. You I, ended up sad, was, didn't you? It was. I was sad. <laughs> yes. I can't describe it any better. I was sad. I've never cried through a taco before, but I was sad. But uh, so let, let's take it here. We got about four minutes left. Let's take it. We got you get the eighty twenty from the store. What what does Cosmo do? Let, let's let's hear it from you. Now this is my personal favorite. Um, it depends. Uh, now, if it's a smash burger, it's one thing. If it's a grilled burger, it's another thing. But on a grilled burger, man, I you can't go wrong with cow cover hot and Texas beef. You just can't. Now, on a smash burger, I will actually. No, this time, okay, let me let me stop you there. What what was those two things? Are those your are those your rubs from your side yeah. from your side? Okay, yep. say those again. Cow cover hot. And Texas beef. Okay. Which is on your website, CosmosQ.com. Yep. All right. Keep going. Yep. yep. And on a smash burger. Now, this is this is a crazy part. I will actually mix the SPG inside the meat. And then when I, after I smash it on the grill and with onions, without onions, we call them onion burgers down here. Uh, I'll hit it with a little bit of Texas beef. And that, that's just my go to. Both of them rubs are still on our site. The SPG and Texas beef. <laughs> Maybe not for long after everybody wants to buy them to, to make burgers with, for sure. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. Like I, I, I like I know burgers. That's that's the one thing that you know. It's just undeniable. You can't question it. I know burgers, and I'm telling you, when you make them two burgers that way, it is a game changer. Now, when you put it on the grill, do you have to do it thicker so it doesn't break apart and then go through the grill grades and then you start crying? Oh, are you talking about my smoke burger or my smash burger? Any burger there, Cosmo. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, I make them when I'm grilling them up, man. They're little fat dudes. Man. Yeah, that's Okay. <laughs> And by the way, I saw one time, and it wasn't your website, but have you ever done the fried egg part to it? One thousand percent, yes. Oh. I actually oh, okay. just did it. The, I actually just did it the other day. I was stuck here at home. The only thing I found was ground turkey meat, and I was like, "I'm eating a burger." And <laughs> I, I, I was like, "I did, a, I did a ground turkey burger, which wasn't bad. You know, you doll it up with a little bit of, you know, dirty bird hot, man. It, you know, you can't go wrong." And then. Uh, 
you know, I was sitting here and I was, you, you know, just being the fat ass I am. I was like, man, I should, I'm going to fry an egg because I, there's no one here to judge me. So. <laughs> yeah, when you do, when you do, because I've had it done both ways. Um, also on a BLT, and we got just one minute left. Uh, I've done the egg, and sometimes it's it's over easy, and sometimes over hard. The over easy is great, but it's so sloppy. Which way do yep. you like to do it? Over easy, over easy. So, so you got a sloppy burger. He's an American. He knows <laughs> what's going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got that egg and burger running down your chin, and you're going. This is the way it's supposed it's to be exa- done. That's how it's supposed to it's be exactly done. Exactly right. Oh yep. man. So we're talking here with Cosmo. Check out his website. CosmosQ.com. We're talking to him down in Oklahoma, if you can't tell already. And uh, do we need to cover burgers anymore? What are we heading to next? I, we can we can keep talking burgers. More I, burgers next I'd, segment. I'd love to talk a little product with him because Cosmo has a ton of great products on his website, and I'd love to get some insight on it. But we'll talk to Cosmo about that next segment. So don't go anywhere. We'll finish up the burger talk right here as we're talking to Cosmo at CosmosQ.com on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kais, along with our producer T-Bone and my co-host, barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. And today we're talking with Cosmo from Cosmos Q. Check out his website, CosmosQ.com. He's a world champion and award-winning barbecue. Um, one of the things he talks about on his website, which I love, is bar- having barbecue bringing people together. A 2015 World Steak Championship. Everybody, mmm, steak. <laughs> he cooks a mean steak, too. <laughs> and 2015 Barbecue Championship. And I think we've I think we've covered uh, burgers, especially with the eggs, man. I love I love that part. But Dan, you you were talking about something which I saw on his website that really piqued my interest. Okay, so for a long time at the barbecue store, we I mean, we sell a ton of Cosmos products. And he just came out with this new line, what he calls his clean eating, which is uh, paleo friendly, keto friendly. Uh, I just wanted to kind of get an idea of, you know, how, how did you come about creating these products and what was the inspiration behind them? Well, man, it's a great question. It's we've, we've got a ton of, you know, people recommended, hey, try this, do this. And, but we've got a lot of people said, hey, man, do you have any rubs with no sugar in them? Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, no, uh, <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. As a matter of fact. 
Well, I, and I was just sitting around one day and I was like, man, I, you know, when I get on a healthy kick and that's try, I try to clean up a little bit and then, you know, I've went and, I've went and bought some other people's stuff and I thought, man, this just tastes like ass. <laughs> and I was like, man, if only somebody could do this right. <laughs> so I was sitting around. So I called my buddy who's a food sign. I was like, Hey man, I got an idea. What do you think? They're like, yeah, man, let's do it. So I was like, hey, listen, first, the r- rule number one is they got to be clean. They get no sugar, no sugar at all. Rule number two is they can't suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of rules there, Cosmo. <laughs> well, but, dude, I think we totally freaking nailed it. One of my favorites of the clean eating is the garlic garlic, and I call it that because when we put, you know, I was like, hey, we need more garlic. And they're like, hey, man, this is just straight garlic. And I'm like, I know mm. people love garlic and it's good for you. And it makes food not taste like crap. <laughs> so so we call it our garlic garlic. And I'm going to tell you right now, you have no idea you're eating healthy. No idea. On chicken, on ribs, whatever. And now, I mean, if you're pounding down a rack of ribs and, you know, the rub ain't going to save you. But, <laughs> You know, anybody, anybody that's been on meal prep, anything knows chicken sucks. And I was just like, man, I got to fix this. I got, I got to fix this. I got to do what I can. So we came out with a clean eating and I'm telling you right now, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I, phenomenal. I, I love the Southern chicken. I think it's, it's probably my, one of my favorite rubs just cause we do a lot of grilled chicken at the house and it's mm-hmm. just, it's just nice to have something that you can just throw on. And it's not too salty, and it's it's definitely not sweet, and it's just it's just a good balanced rub that you can use for pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the taco, you know, it. it I, I love eating tacos, man. I love them, <laughs> but when I'm when I'm trying to be healthy, you can't have tacos. And I was like, <laughs> this is not fair. You got to have tacos. Now are these so, now are the clean eating rubs? Is this is this going to be something that when somebody comes in the store and they ask for something that's a lower sodium item that I can put in their hands and and feel okay about it? Well, it, here's the deal with sodium. There's there there there's two different there's two different uh, beliefs uh, in there's some people that don't need sodium because they quite for quite honestly, they just take, they just ingest too much Mm -hmm. or they have a heart problem or something. So they're, they're, they're backing sodium out of their diet, but sodium is actually good for you. You actually need sodium. You just don't need to use the, the, you know, all you don't just keep salt and everything off the table. (laughs) You know, that's, that's where people get wadded up. So a little Um, bit, a little bit goes a long ways. That's for sure. A little bit goes a long way. You're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, just don't turn into a freaking idiot. (laughs) Well, Well, you know, Cosmo, when I'm using a rub, which I actually get a lower sodium rub, uh, the thing that is, I don't add salt on top of it because there's already sodium in the rub. So bingo. But uh, but then again, I guess it's taste buds. I'm not like a super salt freak. You know, I I like some salt, but not not a ton of it. What? Yeah, what? I, I, I'm the same way. Now you also on your website, which by the way, CosmosQ.com, you got the rib glaze. Talk about your rib glaze. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no. hold on. Cosmo, one little thing. Could you at least get a little enthusiastic about barbecue? Could you just a little? <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> now, now, when it's cheat day, <laughs> which is what, to, which is which is which is Sunday through Saturday. Go ahead. Sunday through Saturday is cheat day. 
Uh, and you're ready to swing for the fence. The rib glazes, I'm telling you right now, it, it, it's a life changer. And, and, and here's the deal. Man, I screwed up. I shouldn't have named them rib glaze. And I, I think actually probably in the future, we're going to change the name to meat glaze because they go on meat. Mm. They go on chicken. I've actually had the, the Asian on steak in a little stir fry. Stupid good. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing wrong. Now, and, and, the, and the great thing about these, you can use them in the wrap. You can cook it on the meat or you can use it after the meat's cooked as a dipping sauce. Hell, you could put it on cream cheese and dip it out of there with a cracker. I've done that before. Yeah, the 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 meat it should be called meat glaze because it is good for just about everything. I know that whenever I am doing pork butts, the thing that the first thing that goes in the wrap for pork butts is the pineapple habanero. It's mm. it's so darn good. I mm. mean, it's just it's it's my favorite rib glaze of all time, dude. That's the stuff right there that makes your babies born. Naked. That, that's how babies get made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you wait, you wait. We got two more coming out. No way. Oh, dude. Come on. Give us, oh, give us a little insight. <laughs> dude, I got, a, I, I got an apricot cinnamon. Oh. That tastes, I mean, if you could, if you could put an apricot cinnamon pie in your mouth, <laughs> it's stupid. And then I have a raspberry heat. Oh, the ra- raspberries. That's the ticket right there. Dude. I'm telling you, man, I should, I, I, you could probably put this stuff on toast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so good. So we're, we're running close to out of time, but very quickly, you're using your rib glaze. How do you, what do you, how do you like to prepare your ribs and, and how long do you cook them? All that good stuff. Dude, I am a 100% hot and fast rib. Okay. I love hot and fast ribs off of a can. Um, if, if, if I'm, my preferred is a baby back and I'll cook it till it hits about 80, 84 degrees in the little fat part. And then I'll wrap it up at, at that point and let it rest for about 30 minutes. And then that's when I'll come back and cut them up. And I'll, that's when my sauce and my rib glaze goes on. Okay. And, and then what do you do with them? I pound that rat down. <laughs> Could you be a little more subtle about that? I don't think. <laughs> so, so very quickly, we're less than two minutes. Quick recipe. Just anything you want to talk about. Quick recipe. Quick recipe. Oh, goodness. Um, let's see. Jeez. Oh, What's a quick recipe? What has been my go-to? Man, I've been doing some, a, a lot of uh, uh, pork tenderloins. Okay. And I, I, Dirty Bird Hot. I use Dirty Bird Hot on pork tenderloin with a little Texas beef on the outside. I bring it up to about 120, and then when it hits 120, I put it over the flame, and I like a nice char on the outside. Bring it up to 135, pull it, wrap it, let it rest for about 30 minutes, and then I like slicing them thin. Okay. That's my thing because I like to eat them on sandwiches, take them to go, uh, and once again, that's when you can, you know, that's when I like using the sauce and or the rib glaze. Um, you can't go wrong with that. And I, I, I kind of feel like that's a, a cut of meat that's, you know, under undervalued, you know, and with the meat prices the way they are now, I mean, shoot, brisket. I mean, my goodness. 
Yep, you almost yep. got to get well, a loan on your car. Well, once again, we are all hungry thanks to Cosmo. You can check out his website, which is CosmosQ.com out of Oklahoma. Cosmo, thanks again for being on the show. Stick around, everybody. We're talking about brats and dogs next on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Quick shout out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got both commercial and now residential smokers, which are gorgeous. That's oldhickorypits.com. And our weekly radio station shout out goes to News Talk 7:30 a.m. down in Sebring, Florida. Come December, I'm going to call them to have me come down there just for no particular reason other than they're in Sebring, Florida. You can hear us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. And check out their website at Newstalk730am.com. So thank you again for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Time now for our Kansas City Barbecue Store Spotlight. From the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Dan, what do you got for us this week? So I'm pretty excited about this new product from Royal Oak. It's their new charcoal pellet that they that you can use in your any pellet cooker that you have at the home. Oh, the instead we, of the big charcoal things, it's little pellet charcoal things. Yeah, they're pellets. They're and, pellets. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so Royal Oak, they've been making charcoal for years, and they've developed this pellet that is made out of 100% charcoal. So what you get out of it is a very clean burning, very efficient fuel for any pellet cooker, and you get that great charcoal flavor along with it. We sell them in 20-pound bags. They're $19.99. And, uh, yeah, we've got them at the store, so swing by and see us or order some up off the website. You know what's interesting about barbecue people is you get some people, they go, you know, I like the propane, I like coal, you know, the charcoal, I like what... And, and to me, I don't know, whenever I eat any of them, I like them all if they're done right. Well, that, that's the thing with barbecues. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And, you know... Yeah, a lot of people prefer briquette charcoal. Some people yeah. don't like briquette charcoal. They have this. I grew up this, on it. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we all grew up on it. But then you know, we there's a, a large group of people that swear by lump charcoal because it burns so clean and it's a, it's more of a, a natural you know wood like a campfire flavor. But that's what you get with these pellets. Yeah, and you have the ease of use with your pellet cooker. And man, we ran some at the barbecue store over the weekend, 
And uh, we did a couple uh, brisket points with them just on our, our Traeger Ironwood 650. And man, it ran like a dream. Even when it was pouring down rain, that thing just was just they had a solid little, 300 degrees. A little free perfect. samples going on at the store this weekend? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, Thanks for yeah. the call. No problem. Thanks for the yeah. call. We had, we had a little burn-in <laughs> nachos for lunch. It was great. <laughs> so you can get those products and all kinds of products at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. So this being our yearly burgers, brats, and dogs. Oh, my. Oh, my. Our second annual. I did it. Our second annual. Dan was on top of it. <laughs> so we, we covered a lot with Cosmo about burgers, but but T-Bone, you had something else about burgers you want to talk about. Well, I, wanted, I wanted to ask Dan. Uh so is like, this a, is it a, a multiple choice or <laughs> no this is not multiple oh, this choice is like a real question this okay. is an essay <laughs> question <laughs> so searing a steak does that work the same with burgers question yeah it, it really it can absolutely but you're going to run into the same problem that you will a steak where if you do a really hard sear on the outside of it you still have to get the middle of it cooked yeah and so you, you know for example like on my weber kettle i have a 26 inch weber kettle that's kind of my my just general grilling cooker at the house like if i'm doing burgers or or just chicken pieces or or dogs or brats that's the cooker that i roll out of the out of the barn so what I will do is I'll put a nice little sear on it, get that crust working, and then I will push it off to the side and almost indirectly just finish them off till you get that that perfect internal temperature that you want for burgers. So yeah, I mean you can you can most certainly sear it. I mean when you when you do flat top burgers, that's essentially what you're doing is you're you're searing them off to get that nice crust that you know is a flavor that you can't replicate with any seasoning. You know that and that's what you're doing is you're just developing that crust that flavor that you only get from cooking at a higher temperature okay that's so that triggers that's a great question t-bone and that triggers a question for me because i have to send you a bottle of sauce now (laughs) please yes my choice i want night of the living okay that's a good one yeah we can definitely do that and and he's gonna just hand it to you and yet still charge you for shipping and handling (laughs) so i don't know how that's gonna work out but growing up there were just a couple places that you would go to that were called steak burgers but now it seems like there's a ton of places that are steak burgers yeah if you're cooking a steak burger because I assume it's steak you're grounding up, do you not have to cook it as as a higher temperature like you do for a burger for safety reasons? No, I mean, I would still cook them the same way. That That's just me, though. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing with the steak burgers, it's a little bit of a, it's a coarser ground um, meat. And so you you want to get it cooked. You know, you want a good hard sear on it. That way it sticks together. Because if, if you try to slow cook those things, they're just going to fall apart on the grill and you're going to end up you know, eating hot dogs instead of hamburgers. Well, and if you're doing ground beef, you you, you definitely want to kind of get it to a temperature, unlike steak, where you can go like a rare, medium rare. Yeah. Well, what what are you looking at for a hamburger if you you're know, just doing a hamburger? To, on the you know the the guidelines is is one you know one sixty five. Yeah. Um, I generally take mine to about 150, 155 degrees and let them rest. And you'll get a little bit of carryover, and they'll they'll finish off that way. Finish off, really you know. At, at anytime I do a burger, and it's it's under if it's sub one forty, my kids just they it's too pink for them. They won't eat it. Well, okay. And before we get to brats and dogs, I, I watched some of the because I'm like you guys. I watch a lot of TV of people doing barbecue and burgers and things, and mixing stuff up in the burger before you throw it onto the grill. Um, what are some of those suggestions that are just to make fun, have some fun with burgers? Well, Cosmo had a great, you know, he's got that great seasoning, the SBG mm-hmm. and his cow cover. That's a great option. I mean, you can do pretty, you can do any kind of seasoning. I've done 
uh, you know, Italian seasoning. I love Italian seasoning. So I'll do a little kosher salt, a little Italian seasoning, you know, put that on the burger, do, you know, do some Parmesan cheese, make it almost like a, a meatball flavored burger. Uh, we do a lot of onions. I night of the living barbecue sauce mixed, <laughs> mixed in with onions on a grilled hamburger might be one of the best things ever. Now I've seen where they make the, 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 the circle patty, but then they put a little hole in it to oh, put man. stuff in the hole. See, I, I wish I had my daughter Gracie on, on the show for this one because she is so adamant. Every time we cook burgers at the house, she'll go through and she'll stick her thumb in every single one of them. Cause she's like, <laughs> we don't want them to blow up dad. We want them to stay nice and even. So yeah, that that's the trick. So when you cook a burger, it wants to swell up a little bit. And if you have a little indentation in the middle of it, it just makes it nice and even. And that way you don't end up with that, you know, mushroom domed burger on a, on a, on a bun. It all looks good and uniform. You know, T-Bone, it won't be long and all of our guests every week will be one of Dan's daughters. (laughs) (laughs) That would make it easy. That'll be coming up. (laughs) It's just like, which daughter this week? And then, you know, we'll have your wife in there every once in a while. Uh, So, okay. So we're running out of time. It's burgers, brats, and dogs. Oh my. Quick thing about brat. Uh, What's your, give us a quick little recipe thing that you like to do with brats. So, so last week when we were talking about topics for the show, you had mentioned something about boiling brats mm-hmm. in beer. Yes. And absolutely. It's a, I, I do that a hundred percent all the time. You just get a can of beer, chop up some onions. You know, I like to right. you know, make them a little, you know, just cut them into quarters basically and get that boiling really good. Drop the uh, brats in there. And that way it's, it's, you're slow cooking it from the inside out. And you're not, you know, when you put a brat, just a raw brat onto a grill, you always end up with that giant geyser of grease spraying all (laughs) over the place. This actually helps prevent that and adds a little moisture, adds a little bit of flavor from the onions or whatever you want to put in it. You could do shallots, you could do peppers, that sort of thing. But then the, the best part of it, when you take the brats out, you crank that thing up and reduce it down to where the, you, you can actually use the onions on the brats. Okay. Now, I was thinking about the same thing from what we talked about last week, and this sounds a dumb question, but here's my dumb question of the week, Shoot, if I haven't already done it. If you put it in the beer, can you put poke holes in the brat so that the beer will go more into the brat? Would that help? I don't think it would. Wouldn't help? No. I mean, you can do whatever you want to. It's your your brat. So. <laughs> but I, I, I just think you'd be wasting That's your time. That's a personal, but well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> so. Can I put cheese on it? You can do whatever you want to. <laughs> this is America, Dave. And uh, speaking of dogs, we're almost out of time. We've got to mention our good our good buddy, the hot dogs. I love hot dogs. Oh. I and chili cheese dogs. Oh man, that might be one of the best things on the planet. That's a Fourth of July meal right there. Yeah, and, absolutely. And put some uh, Fritos on top. Yeah, yeah. yeah or some uh, the French's onions. You know, oh, those little guys. I the best. I'll tell you this. We'll we'll finish this up. The best hot dog I ever had was they called it a brisket dog, and it was basically burn ends, barbecue sauce, and those French's onions on top of a half pound hot dog. And it was delicious. I couldn't eat the whole thing. I started to say, how many of those did you eat? Just one. Just one. Yeah, Just we split one. it. But man, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, you know, top, the topping is what makes the hot dog. <laughs> it you absolutely. Know, the hot dog by itself holds up, but man, if you can get some, get fun with with the toppings, it just makes it all the better. Well, I want to thank again Cosmo from CosmosQ.com for being a guest and thank Dan for his insights on burgers, brats, and dogs and our barbecue sauce of the month is our Squeal Like a Pig Slap Sauce. You can get the big half gallon. Get that for summer. 64 ounces, only $16.99, which you can purchase at 
thekansascitybbqstore.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week for T-Bone and Dan and myself. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, happy barbecuing. love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667